Welcome back to tonight's coverage of Merrimack Hockey. It's Game 1, Hockey's quarterfinals, Merrimack taking on BU. And joining us here, actually, before the game, it's Bernie Corbett, the venerable voice of the BU Terriers. And uh, first of all, Bernie, you know, these teams are pretty familiar with each other in the playoffs, met three times since the 2010 season, so uh, it's not unusual to see them match up again. No, it isn't. It seems like uh, they're almost destined. There was a couple of 3-6 uh, matchups in, uh, in 10 and 12, and, of course, uh, Merrimack uh, being able to advance out of that six bracket, if you will, uh, to play uh, to play BU. So there is some familiarity, and certainly with the Merrimack systems, and they're just so well coached and disciplined with Coach Denny, and you, you pretty much know what to expect. You know, following the, the, the games last weekend, were you surprised at the results and that, you know, probably weren't expecting to face Merrimack this weekend? Yeah, well, yeah, it, it was interesting. You looked at the, uh, at the four matchups last weekend and uh, was trying to make a case for one of them, you know, to advance. And it was maybe a little difficult uh, in terms of how the teams were playing. But then you almost can't, kind of came to the conclusion, one of them's going to win. You know, it's, it's one of the four is going to advance. And uh, the fact that it was Merrimack, that might have been a little surprising because of BU seeing Northeastern for that whole week, the week before, and uh, seeing a, a very high-octane offense that uh, didn't seem that was going to get shut down the way that it did last week. And credit to Merrimack and obviously to Terranen and Goal. This is the quintessential uh, offense versus defense matchup, right, for BU. But their defense probably, and goaltending Matt O'Connor, probably doesn't get enough credit, right? Yeah, I think that uh, Matt O'Connor overall has been a big part of the success this year. I mean, he's been very consistent uh, for the most part this season. You know, people wondered, uh, he had the split with Sean McGuire his first two years. How is he going to react to be the guy and to bring a freshman along with LeCouve, who has played very well when he's had the opportunity. But no, Matt's been very consistent. I think uh, very pleased with his performance over the course of the year. And the biggest thing next to Jack Eichel has been the four freshman defensemen and how well they've progressed and developed over the course of the year for BU to be at the point they are now. I know it's funny. If, if you took Eichel out of the equation, and you really can't do that, but uh, there are some other pretty good freshmen on this team that have made a major impact, especially looking at last year. I mean, like you said, you've got four guys that are playing there regularly, and, and uh, you know, anytime you bring in four guys and they can play as well as they have on defense. Merrimack's got a n- number of freshman defensemen, too, so it's pretty interesting that this matchup that both teams have kind of overhauled the defense from last year and, and have turned out pretty good. Yeah, that Salisbury connection has worked out uh, really well for uh, Merrimack with Bayager and Titcomb, just to you know, name a couple of those guys that have been uh, big impact guys. Uh, I think in particular for uh, BU, uh, Brandon Hickey has just been uh, immense. I mean, he's, uh, uh, as advertised, uh, a real all-around talent. He just he skates so well. He moves the puck well. Uh, he's a factor on the power play with a rocket for a shot. I mean, he, he's been a big impact guy. And just having Matt Grizzlick healthy, and uh, everybody's seen what he's capable of, healthy and more mature over the course of the year as the captain. Let me ask you, uh, midway through the season or so, Adiox got taken off that the Eichel line and Rodriguez was put there. What, what did you see as, you know, why was that change made? And obviously it's worked out pretty well, but uh, what, what yeah. different kind of a dimension does it give that line? O'Regan on the right side is pretty good too, of course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't take anything away from Danny. And Danny said uh, he's been healthy this year and he's obviously had a tremendous year. I think in terms of complementary pieces, I think that they looked, uh, you know, to Jack and Jack's ability to make plays and to be in, in situations where, you know, get the puck, get it back type of situations where uh, oxen and strength really is, is shooting the puck more than anything. I mean, not saying he can't make a play, but I think, uh, you know, he could probably function uh, better with other players or function maybe at the same uh, level of achievement with other players, whereas Rodriguez, I think that they look to say, man, this would be a great complementary piece to work with Jack Eichel. And as a result, you've got guys that can really give and take with each other and uh, complement each other the way that they have with, with that line configured now. 
All right, so now let me ask you to put on your, uh, you know, your thinking cap, whatever you want to call it, and uh, make the case Jack Eichel for Hobie. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, overall, I mean, he has been the best player. I mean, he's, I think he's been the best player in the country from wire to wire this year. Uh, as the Terriers have been consistent, he's been remarkably consistent in terms of his impact on the game. Uh, there's been very few nights that he hasn't had a major impact for the game and really has raised the level of, uh, of the BU program coming in. I mean, as advertised, I mean, it was pretty much thought this could be the best freshman to ever come in as a freshman to BU, and I haven't seen anything to dispel that over what uh, is, has happened. So I think he'd be very deserving in, of consideration for the Hobie, no question. All right, before we let you go, take a quick look at the other, or the other series around the league taking place tonight. First of all, right up the street, Vermont at Boston College. How do you handicap that one? Yeah, I think Boston College will win. I could see it possibly going three uh, games. Uh, Boston College reinventing themselves, I think, this year, knowing that their strength is in goal and, and tremendous strength on defense. Um, I think that they will prevail, but that, I could see that possibly going three. They obviously split two not that long ago, so, but I'd say B.C. All right, then we have UNH at Providence. That should be a pretty good one. It really should. UNH, uh, after uh, solving the goaltending uh, riddle with uh, Tironi, uh, is a totally different team. Uh, they get Downing back huge in terms of what that's meant to them. Just look at what he did last weekend. Uh, they've got they've got skill. They look more like a UNH team now because they've got skill and uh, they've got they've got a guy that's been consistently stopping the puck. So I think they're going to give Providence a lot of trouble. But uh, why don't we say Providence in three games there and uh, John Gillies looming very large. Yeah, that won't surprise me if that one goes three. And another one I think that could go three: Notre Dame at Lowell. Even though Lowell's had success against Notre Dame since they joined Hockey East, I, I still see that one being pretty tight. Yeah, I, I think it will be, and uh, I could see uh, that going three. I mean, that's almost a pick em, I think, because of uh, how well Peterson has played. And uh, Notre Dame has, uh, they've got a requisite amount of skill in offense. I mean, their first line with Enestroser and uh, Lucier and, and, and Bjork is, I mean, that's as good as any line around. And if, if they become an influence, uh, I'll, I'll say uh, Lowell. I'm going to say Lowell in three. I'm looking for a lot of three-game series. They might all be three-game series this weekend. All right, Bernie. So then uh, last one, uh, this one, Merrimack at BU. Don't necessarily have to pick a winner. But what do you think will be the keys for, for both clubs this weekend? Yeah, I think it really is. As, as you said, it's kind of, uh, you know, offense, uh, offensively-minded team, defense, and I think it's a matter of pace. I mean, you know, Merrimack is going to play uh, discipline. They're going to play the 1-3-1. I think Merrimack stays out of the box and slows BU down. Uh, it's going to be a really tight series. If, if uh, BU is allowed to play this game with pace and to, and to play it at a, at a more uh, up-tempo level, then Merrimack's probably going to have some trouble. So I think that really is the, uh, the, the conflicting scenario here, and, and whoever wills out. All right, Bernie. Thanks as always. It's great to see you. We appreciate it. Have a good call this weekend, and we'll talk to you again down the road. Thanks very much, Mike. Best to you and John. All right, Bernie Corbett's been our guest here from BU Radio. We're back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.